Welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. We always want to start the podcast off here, keeping me out of trouble with our marketing department to make sure that you have noted that we have our workshop coming in February. So please check us out. Come see us at the workshop. David will make you a cup of coffee and sit down and talk with you for hours on end up here at the workshop. So come and check us out. So today's today's episode is a pin from our previous episode where I ask a really good question because that's what I do. And we decided we could probably make a whole podcast out of this one. So what I am quizzing David on today is the six volt system versus really it's anything else on the on our battery side. So let's talk about that, David. Why? First off, it always has sound to me. It just is, it's kind of, could you have a smaller voltage? I mean, it's like you expect to see some little, you know, hearing aid batteries or something. But when you're talking about a, a six volt battery, what are they made for to begin with? What's the typical application for a six volt battery? Other than obviously what we're doing. Along the same lines that we're doing, they were made for series. Okay. They were made for series. Tractors, forklifts, golf carts, different things of that nature that needed more energy than just the typical car battery, the typical 12-volt car battery, which is meant for that real, real one-time boom surge yeah. to, to hit that starter and make it, you know, make it's that a, It's a high start. amperage moment. Right? High amperage, real low capacity, you know. But that's what they were intended for. So that's what makes them, when I say forklift, I don't mean a gas forklift. Yeah. That, you know, and as I say, is that what's pretty much used in now? I mean, is that what's in, a, in the electric golf cart and all? Yeah. It's a six-volt yeah. battery. Yeah. And it's a lot of times it's the one of the number one batteries that's used in the country is the Trojan battery. I mean, who who we sell, the six-volt T105, for better lack of a term, T105. So two six-volt batteries would be better than... Most single 12 volts sure. sort of thing? 100%. And the reason why? Two 6 volts versus one 12 volt. I've got to back up. They're going to be the same. If they're the same, let's just, we got to do a little, little math and little numbers here real quick. 6 volt, 150 amp hour battery. Okay. okay. And then I have a 12 volt battery that's a 150 amp hour battery. Okay, so to get the same amount of energy that that 12-volt 150-amp-hour battery has, I have to have two 6-volt 150-amp-hour battery and put those in series so I increase my voltage. Don't do anything with your amperage. Right, series series increases voltage, amperage stays the same. So now I have 12-volt and 150-amp-hour. In that scenario, it's the same thing. It's not any better and it's not any worse. Okay. There's nothing that makes it better right. or worse. So then what makes it better? So let's go and say I need to make 24 volts. Or let's say I need 300 amp hour of batteries. Actually, let's, let's do voltage. And then let's say I need to go up to 24 volts. And so I'm going to have to hook two of those in series, right, of the 12 volt, 150 right. amp hour. I just increased my voltage. 
I didn't increase my amperage. Same way over here. I'm going to have to use four six volt batteries right. to get to 24 volt. Well, and then I want to double that bank. If I wanted to double that bank, then I would have to, you know, then I'm then I come into parallel. Now I need now I need to increase my overall amperage to 300 amps. It's easier to increase batteries by voltage. So so if I take those six volt batteries, I have one series of batteries at 24 volts and 150 amp hour, and then I have the same thing over here on the the 12 volt. But less than now, so voltage changing is a big part of it but the amperage changing is the biggest okay so let's say i needed to go to 300 amps okay then if i i've got to do a series run and then a series run and and then then parallel those together okay so i have one parallel connection right well now then i have to do the same thing on that 12 volt bank i'm going to have more parallel runs parallel runs are nowhere close to as efficient as series runs because increasing voltage is very simple Increasing amperage is hard. It's a lot harder to increase amperage than it is voltage. So, so once you get out for a certain number of batteries, yes, I mean it, it, it comes down about, to the number of jumps that you're making. Right. It all comes down to the number of parallel strings I'm going to have to make. In the in a higher voltage battery, I'm going to have to make more parallel strings than I would on a six volt battery. Okay. So you're really coming back to and talking about application then, yes. Oh, yeah. And we're really coming back, I mean, kind of like we did in the last podcast. The higher the voltage, the better off you are because you can stay in the series. You can, st- you can keep seriesing things instead of having to. That's why 48 volt, when you asked earlier in the earlier podcast, why is 48 volt so much more efficient? Because there again, I'm able to series all these batteries together instead of having to parallel a bunch of batteries together. So let's just say I needed to get to. 400 amps, 400 amp hour of batteries. Okay. And then I really can't even say that. I've got to get to a wattage number. So if I'm at 48 volts at 100 amp hours. Yeah. So you're at 4,800. 4,800, right? Okay. And then let's say that I'm at, so I've got 4,800 watts. Then I was at 4,800 watts, but I needed that in 12 volt. Okay, so now I'm going to have to have a lot more amperage. I'm going to have to have 400 amp hours of batteries at 12 volts. And there again, that's where that big voltage is easy to get to travel. That amperage, now I've got to start pushing amps across these batteries. You know, so when you start looking at, and the big deal of that is, is wire sizing and heat, you know. So is is six volts as low as you can go? No, you can go to two volt. Really? They're, They're a fairly expensive battery. They're great. I mean, if you were wanting to stay in a six volt battery, but you needed a lot of energy stored for maybe a welder or whatever you were doing, you know, because you had a big had a big inverter that was a twelve volt inverter, it would be better off to stay in the two volt batteries by six two volt batteries. Have we even sold two volt? We have, we have, and most of the time, the one we did sell was a forty eight volt system. But instead of having a bunch of parallel deals together, I mean, because he needed a certain amount of energy, so. Really, you're looking at the amount of energy that you're going to need to store overall and then bringing that down in the lowest voltage battery you can get that in so you can series that together. So this guy needed, I don't remember the the true number, but he had a 48-volt system. So he bought 24 of these big batteries, and these are the L16 size. I mean, these are big. Monsters. Uh, 
but all he had was a series connection and two wires running the end. I mean, all he had was the black jumpers jumping from positive to negative. He did that 23 times. And then he put the positive on one end and the negative on the other and had a huge battery bank. I mean, huge. I mean, it was crazy how big it was. I mean, really, you know, because those batteries store about 2,500 watts. So at two volts, he had at two volts, the battery, I want to say those batteries were 220. No, they were bigger than that. They were like, they were huge. I mean, because they 2,500 watts, you would divide that by two and you would come up with your amperage. So they were like 11, they're like 1100 amp hour batteries. So in the end, he had one series of batteries that was 48 volt at 1100 amps. Good Lord. Yeah. Huge. I mean, he had a huge capacity of batteries and the most efficient out there because it's really hard to mess up. It's any kind of connection points because you really only have one positive and one negative terminal that you're hooking up on. The other deal is there is you get so much more effective charging across your entire battery bank. Okay. So when you hook up in parallel versus series, okay. So you're going to in parallel, everybody remember parallel, you're going to run your positive lead over to your positive lead and your negative lead over to your negative lead. And then you're going to hook, have to hook up what we'd say cross battery. So your positive would go over on battery one and your negative would go over here on battery two. And so now then it's got to make the electron flow in and around and make that little circuit for the energy to come out. And it's efficient, but it's not the most efficient because it's not even close to series efficient because in series efficient, it runs in one side. Remember, we talked about it earlier. DC is only trying to make a loop. And so as it runs in the negative side of the battery... And starts its and it and it runs all of a sudden it jumps over to the positive side. Well, then it tries to go somewhere else and has to jump to the negative side, and so it's got to go through evenly all the way through the battery bank. And it takes the same amount of energy all the time from every battery it takes the same amount of energy as it goes through there. And then all of a sudden it jumps back out the positive side and around it go and around it goes again. And here it comes again, and it's just constantly causing that battery to rise. Whereas parallel. You know, you may have a battery, if one battery happens to be a little bit weaker than the next battery in the line, it's not going to charge nearly as efficient because it's going to say, okay, well, it's charged. It thinks that both are the same as far as weakness goes. Okay, it says, oh, well, this battery can only take, you know, it can only take a charge of, of 500 watts. Well, the other one really needed a charge of 550 watts. Well, it doesn't do that. It only gives the charge of the 500 watts because it works to the weakest battery. Whereas series doesn't quite do that. It doesn't, you can't just have a, a dead battery in the series and you don't want to replace with a different type of battery, but overall, then you can equalize those batteries a lot easier. I mean, if you, especially if you're in a, in a flooded lead acid situation, you can equalize those batteries and it charges that battery bank back up and really has a, a lot more effect on the batteries than by parallel. You know, it's, it's just. Okay. A, so then what's the advantages of, give me the advantages of a, you know, a 48 volt battery versus a six volt. So what's the, what's a, 40, a, what's a pros cons sort of moment there again, if you had a true 48 volt battery, you would be fine. But if I've got to parallel batteries together to get to that 48 volts, or if I have to go on and parallel more, 
units together to get to that same wattage storage that I needed. Let's say I had 48 volts at 100 volt or 48 volt at 100 amp hour. So remember that's 4,800 watts that we have storage power of. And then I said, okay, well then I've got, but I've got a battery over here that's six volts that can store 200 amp hours. So that battery alone is going to be 1,200 watts. So I'm going to have double, but I actually needed to store 9,600 watts. I'm going to be able to store the 9,600 watts in one series string. Where on that 48 volt battery, I'm going to have to have two in parallel. Parallel is just not as efficient in charging batteries. I mean, when you have to put positive to positive, negative to negative, that electron flow is greatly diminished versus being able to just jump positive to negative and stay in series. I mean, there again, because you're transferring amperage across from that battery to the next battery. I mean, you're literally charging with amperage then instead of just voltage. The, instead of the voltage climbing, you're having to actually climb the amperage up on that battery bank instead of just climbing the voltage up on it, you know, where, you know, on six volt batteries. And if I have eight of those at that 200, well, then I have my 9,600 watts of storage right there. And over on that 48 volt battery, I wasn't able to do that. Okay. So maybe let, let me maybe wrap up with this question. If I'm looking at a 12 volt system, which is the most common, right? Yep. Would you say the better thing is to have 12 volt battery or to have six volt batteries? Six volt batteries, if you need. If I'm just a regular house, I'm I'm wanting to go six, off grid. Six volt, because you're, if you're wanting to do something of that nature, it's going to be six volt. The only time I'm going to use twelve volt is if I just need the energy that that one battery has in it. If that storage production is good enough for the one twelve volt battery, then I'm going to use twelve volt battery. So anytime that you're increasing I, the number of batteries, if I'm needing a high amount of energy. In a 12 volt battery, you know, because now I'm going to have to really start increasing my amperage because I'm a 12 volt system. So the only way I can go up is to start increasing amperage. Well, if I start increasing amperage, it's going to be a lot harder to transfer that energy. And that's why it's not as efficient because there again, amperage is hard to transfer. Voltage is not. Voltage is very easy. Transfer is very easy. And so if I was going to be in a, a home situation or even, even my house and my house and my little We've talked about before my little shop. I have two six volt batteries. They're more efficient to hold because I wanted a certain amount of energy and I was going to have to buy two 12 volt batteries because typically when you find batteries, they're going to be a, a, along the same lines. You know, we have a Trojan. We also have a, a crown battery and they're one fifties. They're a 12 volt, 150 amp hour battery. And so then we also have a 225 or a 240 amp hour, six volt battery. Well, with two of them, I have almost two thirds more storage power with those two six volts. And I still have just, I still just have the two batteries. Whereas if I wanted the same amount of storage capacity on those 12 volt batteries, I would have to buy two. Typically you're going to be higher when you start getting into the, the higher range, higher amperage, 12 volt batteries as well. So it all boils down to making sure your energy needs are not going to exceed in high numbers, the, the energy needs with, with amperage. I mean, you want to always transfer in voltage if you can. Higher the voltage, the more efficient it is, the electrons flow easier. I guess the simplest way to, to, to say it is, I mean, if you had a four inch pipe coming down into a, a half inch pipe, I mean, and it wasn't just water. I mean, it was a thicker liquid, you know, it's going to be very hard to push that through that half inch pipe. I mean, you know, you've got a ton of power pushing on it, 
but it's going to be very hard. And that half-inch pipe is, or a two-inch pipe to half-inch pipe, that half-inch pipe is 12 volt, where the energy that was the source of the energy was able and willing to give 48 volts. And so you just necked it down. You just bottlenecked it down. Whereas if you could just leave that open to two inches all the way through, it'd be very easy. I mean, there, there wouldn't be any, there would be no backup. There'd be no pressure basically building up in the line, you know, and in the same way at amperage, amperage is just the, the pressure in the line. I mean, it's the building, the pressure in the line is what it is. So you just really, the best thing, I know I sound like I'm stumbling and bumbling all over. The best thing for any system is to be in the highest voltage you can be in with the lowest amount of amperage. And that's not just in DC. There's a reason that your hot water heater, your furnaces and all anything that's bigger is made in a 240 volt. Because if not, the wire size that you would have to run to your stove, instead of being a number six at 240, which is about a 50 amp, number six is 50 amp. And that's the largest you can run is 50 amps number six. Well, then I'd have to turn around and probably be in a, a number one, a number one type cable just to run my my stove. If I was on 120 volts at 50 amps, or then I'd have to be at 100 amps at 120 volts. I mean, so there's, I mean, that's why even in, in, in AC power that we always say that the higher the voltage, the more efficient it is. I mean, that's why stoves and all the bigger equipment runs on 240. And when you get into big commercial stuff, I mean, it's going to run on 480. It's going to run on 720. It's, I mean, it's just going to keep, you know, the, the more energy that a unit needs, the higher the voltage they're going to try to put that unit in, you know. So in batteries and charge controllers and inverters, always go with the highest voltage you can so long as it's, you know, and you can call us and talk to us. We're not going to mislead you. We're going to make sure it's cost effective for your for your system. But when you do the higher voltage, you're going to have less heat. You're going to have less line loss. Everything's going to start going down as far as troubleshooting. I mean, the higher the voltage, the less troubleshooting you're going to have because you're not going to have the heat to back up and burn out components, blow fuses, and the energy is going to transfer. And overall, the system's not going to cost that much more, if any, because your line, all your wire size is greatly diminished. I mean, there again, we just talked to, if Wes, you called me today and said, hey, I've got a 2,000 watt, 12 volt inverter. Well, I can do the math on that fairly quickly and say that that's 166 amps that you're going to need to pull through that inverter or the line going to that. Well, then I'm going to have to probably put you in a, probably in a number, number one or a two aught cable. Whereas if I was in a 48 volt and a 2000 watt, I'm going to be pulling right about a little less than 50 amps, you know? And so with that, actually about 40 amps, I can put you in a number four or number six cable. Okay. So what else do we need to add into that matrix? Not a lot. I mean, it's just, like I said, you know, I feel like I was rambling on that one, but it really is. I mean, it's just a matter of, we have a lot of people that don't understand why they should buy a 48 volt versus a 12 volt. And a lot of people even get scared about 48 volt. Well, I can't do 40. I understand 12 volt. Well, it's the exact same thing. It is. There is no difference. And it the is, thing is, it's not going to, if you're using it in the house, it's not going to stay at 12. It's not going to stay at 48. Right. It's not going to. 48 volt versus 12 volt versus 24 volt. They're the exact same thing. It just, it's just a matter of how many things do you have to put in series to get to there, you know? Because even then we're going to then kick it up in the house to, That's right, 110. to 110 or 220 or whatever, yeah. whatever our case is. But so 
we get a lot of people that call in and, and you will say, well, what, what voltage do you want to do that? And I want to do that in 12 volt. And it's a fairly large system, you know, and we'll say, well, you know, you're better off doing that 48 volt. Well, I don't know 48 volt. I know 12 volt. But if you know 12 volt, you know 48 volt. I yeah. mean, you, because when you say you know it, it's just because you, you think you know DC wiring. And if you know DC wiring, then you know that if you had one 12 volt battery and you, you just need to put three more in line with it and put them, put them in series and you have 48 volt and nothing else changes. There's nothing else changes on that, on that whole deal. It simply goes back to, if you did that, I mean, you're still going to have a positive terminal open and a negative terminal open and you're going to put all your, all your connections there. So, all right, we got anything else on this one? I think that's good. All right. So don't forget, we've got the workshop coming up in February. Appreciate you tuning in to our wonderful podcast and we'll keep bringing you more podcasts. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, it keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.